Hello everybody and welcome on to GTS 153. Fucking racking these up, bud. No, yeah. Flying through my name is Danny Murray. I'm Graham Merrigan. How are you, kid? I'm good. Man, where, yeah. where are we coming from this week? The fabulous, amazing Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel, Kalini, East Ballywreck. East Ballywreck, indeed, yeah. And you can <laughs> go to com for more. Who have we got this week, man? Who have we got, Danny? We have OTT commentator extraordinaire and Guinness ambassador and all-round good guy. Well, well, well. It's Don Marnell. How's it going, lads? Yeah, How are you, man? Absolutely delighted to be here. I have to say, and I said this as soon as I walked, <laughs> this is by far the nicest setup for podcasts. I've been in, I've paid for hotels to stay there that hasn't been as nice as the room that we're in <laughs> doing this podcast. This is Look at the view. Look at the view. Yeah. They don't actually know what the view is like, man. No, we can don't, just describe no. whatever yeah. we want. Yeah, and exactly. it's there. It's man. there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mad when you see the, the, the Cliny Mountain line just and the li- majestically wandering. Leaning to a Pisa. That yeah. over there is Liverpool. Yeah, I'm always amazed that those two are so close together. I know, for years yeah. I thought they were miles apart. Absolutely, man. Yeah, and you can see the Tivoli from here and all. Which yeah. Is just, yeah, exactly. And they look Sorry. like they're setting something up there. Some, some show must be on in nah, August, no, does no, there? Don't know what goes on there. No, I don't know. No. Don't know. No idea. And Merno brings in a pot of plant from Ikea every week, which is all <laughs> done. So... <laughs> brought the run to the litter this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not exactly... Yeah. It's still gone. Yeah, it's had too much sun. That's what it is. Yeah. Haven't we all, lads? Are you, are you sick of the sun? Oh, 100% sick of the sun. Really? So, everybody keeps going to me. So, right, World Cup has been yeah. on the past few weeks. I've been watching it non-stop. Paddy Power now has absolutely every cent that I own. <laughs> Same as me. Sorry, owned. Past tense. And everyone's like, oh my God, Don, like, for fuck's sake, it's so sunny outside. Like, I'm like, I was in Australia for three months. Give yeah. me a break. I'm sick of the sun. Yeah. Have you seen me? I'm the gingerest lad alive, yeah. you know? Yeah. I look at a picture of the sun and I get burned. So everyone's saying like, oh God, so nice. Cans in the park. I'm like, I don't have cans at home. Thank you very much. Watching the football. Watching the football. Exactly, yeah. Are you enjoying the World Cup? I am. I I'm going to go on record, lads. Best World Cup ever. Yes, I'm, I'm really going to agree. It is. I'm saying that I don't really remember anything pre France '98, so I'm, you know, yeah, I haven't got true. a huge track record to go, boy. You didn't but. see the 1970 World Cup. <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah. man. We has anyone there. ever watched them back? I wonder that has that is not part of that generation. I would say actually, he's Noah, and he's an absolute great bloke. And I don't actually know if he listens or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if Colin Cairns has because he is. Like an encyclopedia type. Callum Cairns, who's yeah, would we know him? Ah, oh, you would. Yeah, he's from the Brack. He lives there. Uh, uh, lives near Glenavon. Do you know the journalist Jonathan O'Brien? That's always him and Paul Howard. I was going back and forth a little bit. I'd say Jonathan O'Brien has watched every World Cup. Yeah, Callum Cairns is a great bloke, and he's a Leeds fan, which we'll forgive him for. Sorry, but yeah. um, you know, he so Don's is a Newcastle fan. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll have to forgive fan. me sins for Glo- that one. Yeah, Glutton yeah. for punishment, like yeah. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But I'm always, I always have a soft spot for the teams in the World Cup as well. Like say four years ago. Iceland yeah. or no sorry in the Euros, the Euros a couple of years ago Iceland yeah. or Japan in this World Cup like oh, I, always, I always say they're like you know when you go to a party say your bird drags you to a party and you go mm. oh I don't know anybody here yeah and then there's someone there that you can just relate to about something that's exactly how I feel about Japan and Iceland they're like I thought this was going to be shit but you're great Greg <laughs> oh my god it came out of left field you know what's deadly about the Japanese as well I love the, that the fact that they cleaned the stadium up after oh, them. oh stop I'm like genuinely I'm sitting there and I'm like oh, that would never happen never happen at Electric Picnic no you know no what I mean you go into the Irish change room there's cans of tube board lying around <laughs> everywhere like you know Carpaccio just cheers fucking, lads yeah. you know? but like, it was amazing ah, though wasn't it 
And what I loved about it is they almost guilted the other fans into doing it as well then. Yeah. Mm. Because they were like, oh, well, if we don't do it, we look bad then, don't yeah. we? So fuck. You can imagine Ireland playing fans. Japan and the Japanese clean the stadium and the Irish are like, what the fuck is going on yeah. over there? We start inviting the fans everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. after session of my golf, just <laughs> yeah. clean up afterwards. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> brought the well, two lads with me to clean up. <laughs> yeah, but it genuinely has been an unbelievable tournament. But Japan actually. broke my heart against Belgium. How did they not oh, finish mate, the game? Mate. Yeah. I think actually by the time this goes out the World Cup might actually be over which is kind no, of sad No I think it's think the World Cup final Oh you're right it is yeah. the day the World Cup final this yeah, goes out Yeah yeah so the World Cup final's today Right see if we can all Mystic Meg this shit lads call it who are we going what, what will the final be and who's winning Um, I, uh, I was having a chat about this earlier on I reckon France are going to yeah. get through their side of things and it pains me to say it man but I reckon England are going to get oh. through their side of things and I think we're going to have a France-England World Cup final and it'll go to penalties and <laughs> Garrett Southgate will go absolutely out of nowhere, cashing in the money in the bank, coming out, <laughs> taking a penalty. Redemption for the Euros all those years ago. And uh, then I'll wake up from that dream and yeah. see that France won the World Cup. Uh, okay. In, yeah. in 90 minutes. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, eked out 2 0. Like, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Mbappe and Griezmann. Uh, what yeah. is Mbappe like? Mbappe, yeah. No, um, He's only 19. Yeah. When yeah. I was 19, I wasn't even that good at FIFA, <laughs> yeah. you know? And he's yeah. 19, just skinning people in the World Cup. Absolutely, Ridiculous skinning man. people. Skinning yeah. people. I'm going to say Uruguay as an oh, outsider. okay. Yeah. yeah. I just think, uh, what's the defender's name? Diego? Godin. Godin. Yeah. Godin has been absolutely sensational. He's yeah. probably been my player of the tournament. Yeah. He's been deadly. And what I what Uruguay have been class at is just utter shithousery. They're, they're just... They're manic, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you look at Cavani and Suarez, the two of them do not give a fuck <laughs> about anything yeah. but Uruguay, like. Yeah. It's class. Kind of I mean? what Colombia failed to do against England. Except boot the legs off the English, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they really went, to, like, to the point where I, I was a little bit going, like, Colombia might want to just tone this down a bit yeah. because people probably do think they've had a big bag of white beforehand. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, they were getting over it. They, 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 they were getting a bit kind of, I was like, mm, Okay, then. You there know? were moments where have you seen? You know, I know we said we didn't go back and watch the 1970 World Cup, but there is, <laughs> and we can after this if you want. But there's a great clip, I think it's Zaire are playing Scotland. I've seen it. Is this, so, a, this a free kick thing? Yeah, the last yeah. one, all the rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just out of nowhere, just booting the ball here and there. And, it's fucking amazing. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, like, yeah it's fantastic. <laughs> Imagine watching that now and thinking, how do you not know the rules? <laughs> yeah. He just boots it. I mean, the ref tells it to him, he's like, what? What? What do you mean I can't get... What? The yeah. whistle went, yeah. man. It's fair play. Classic. Unbelievable, um, man. Imagine Ireland made the World Cup in this heat. Oh, man. I think the, the country would have absolutely shut down by now, yeah. man. Yeah. There's now... Well, it shut down anyway if we are in the World yeah. Cup, but with the heat, like... No, I know, but that's... Uh, like, the, we can all the bills that be taken on because of the World Cup with that heat... Yeah. The A&E be overrun. <laughs> <laughs> Off licences would be guarded by... The armed forces. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big bag of cans would literally be just sprayed everywhere. Everywhere. You, you wouldn't, the country wouldn't function. You miss man. it when they're not in it, don't you? I get, I, do you know what? It's almost, uh, it's like there's no pressure. You know, yeah. you don't get wound up about any game. You can actually just enjoy, yeah. enjoy the matches. Um, so obviously it's brilliant when you're in, but at the same time, like 
Oh yeah, I have the exact same amount of allegiance to whoever I pick out of that World Cup pool every year, you know? Yeah. As I saw yeah. a great one, it's like, it's World Cup time, it's time to pay my mate five euro for a piece of paper that says Iran. <laughs> 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 Did you get Iran this time? No, I didn't actually, no, I got uh, Colombia, Sweden, Russia. I got England. So, inexplicably, uh, yeah. up until, uh, what, last night, I still had three teams in. <sighs> Russia and Sweden still in for yeah, some, yeah. you know, some way, somehow. Russia, like, my God. I know, it's mad, isn't it? I'd love them to win it. I want them to corrupt their way to the top. Did you I, see the other night oh when man. they won? They, who, who are they playing? They knocked Spain. They knocked out. Spain yeah. should have had a definite penalty. Went to VAR. Oh, you just see stop, Putin. Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, lads. And then there's pictures of uh, Vince McMahon with Putin's head. Yeah, <laughs> doing, the <strut. laughs> doing the billionaire stroke coming out of the VAR. Yeah. Oh, 100% Putin was outside that room just being like, yes, you could see family again. <laughs> yeah. Could. Yeah, <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine Vince McMahon promoting football. Well, there was that rumour a while back that Vince McMahon mm. was going to buy Newcastle That's United. That's right, yeah. What were yeah. you like in here, though? Oh, man, it was like... Did you ever see the Truman Show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, lads, that's a bit too obvious now, right? Clearly, this is all about me. Yeah. yeah that, that would have been just... I'd say you probably would have moved to Geordie Land, would you? Just, oh, I just would have set know. up a direct debit. <laughs> my bank account straight into Vince's yeah. bank account. I'm just like, just have all my money. Just, you might as well. Do it, man. You have yeah. the rest of it anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just set up a bookies and a brewery, and uh, yeah. you can have me, mate. I'll work for you. Yeah, no bother. Just patron bringing the lads over, cutting promos at half time and all. But that's what he did. We did that with the XFL. Remember Isn't he the relaunching yeah. that? He brought, yeah, he's relaunching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> two years. But I was watching the XFL documentary recently, the ESPN one, and I was going tits up. And then he brings the rocket to do a promo, and then he brings a camera crew, and then he's an on-screen talent, and he's like saying. Get those cheerleaders in there and put them in the dressing room and all. Yeah. Fuck, well, he's mad. He's, yeah, he has a chip on his shoulder. Any failed venture he's ever had, he needs to just go straight back to it. Like, straight back know? from yeah. what? What to, to gain what? Like? Pride, brother, pride. pride yeah. yeah. This is the man who let Donald Trump shave his head at WrestleMania. You know, this is. <laughs> he's not that's, that's a sentence. For any young fans, you yeah. think, what, the president? Yep, yeah, that happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the irony of his, like, most people of probably our age, well, I'm the oldest, I'd say, but would say that he's gone a bit senile in terms of his programming. And the irony of that is that it's after uh, the independence scene, especially with OTT, has just exploded. Yeah, yeah. And it's 100%. because of the poor television that is being produced in America from Raw Smackdown, I think. I, I think probably that has something to play with it, but I'd say there's a bit more to it than that. Like, people love watching... Obviously, they love watching WWE. That's how we all got into it, right? Anyone yeah. who says, uh, no, my first show... No, it wasn't, all right? No. You got yeah. into it watching WWE. You had a Goldust t-shirt. You played SmackDown 2, all right? Absolutely. That's, that's what happened. SmackDown we all, 2 was fucking deadly. <laughs> I love SmackDown we 2. We all got into it the exact same way. And I think the whole thing is that, like, even when I was watching WWE, I was still going to gym shows mm. with 12 other people in the crowd. And, you know, a 15-man Royal Rumble with yeah. a guy who probably had one training session. You know, that, <laughs> yeah. sort of, that sort of thing. And people coming out with all sorts of gimmicks. But you still wanted, you were like, oh, I still want to watch, you know, local stuff. I want to go, I want to see it. Even watching the best show on TV, mm. like, nothing beats actually seeing it in the flesh. Being a yeah. part of the crowd, being a part of that atmosphere, whether it's five people in the crowd or 2,000 in the National yeah. Stadium, you know? Yeah. So I think, I, I do see what you're saying about, you know, the lack of quality turns people to their indies but I think just as much the better quality that's going on in WWE that generates more fans 
and then mm. that makes people seek out okay well what's going on in my area absolutely okay, yeah. spot can on can I actually. check out what OTT what, what other promotions are going on you know yeah. and as you say like my god the, the rise to success the rise to prominence of OTT over the last That's little crazy, while like, it's just, I, I went back and watched some of the early stuff they don't actually have um, the very first couple of shows VOD'd but they do have highlights packages on YouTube for right. them and uh, I was just I was at, at a loose end the other day I was waiting for so I can't wait remember what it was probably the hour in between World Cup games yeah. I was like, what are we going to do I made a cup of tea I mean what else are we going to do I can't let this groove in the couch go to waste lads so I threw it on and um, I was I just let like let auto you know the way it does auto plays you yeah, watch four minute yeah. video and then it's like oh well I better watch ten more of these yeah. I'm not going anywhere Anyway, but I was watching the, the first ever show, and when you look at how, even one, the crowd, two, the talent, the production, everything has blown up yeah, over the last time. four years, you know? Um, so yeah, it's crazy, but like you still see some of the some of the faces, like, you know? Mm. You saw, have you, were you guys at the, like, the early, early OTT shows? No, Do you remember Damien Corvin with his vampire gimmick? No. No, <laughs> no, no man, no. you're missing out. <laughs> no. You are missing out. Really? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. People, there were. I think there were chants that said, "You're just a shit gangrel." <laughs> he did not like that one. Yeah. Um, but like now, look at him. Like a guy who was kind of coming out, like had the body, had the look. Definitely, you know, had talent in the ring and potential, but was kind of trying to do this mm. vampire gimmick. And now, just being that sort of, I suppose, self-aware character, just yeah. smashing it. You know, those rumors of, of stateside swirling, and uh, now with the with the whole NXT UK thing, like yeah. the sky's the limit for any of those. Lads. And then the world of sport being relaunched as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many places you can go and do it now. Yeah. Um. So like the business side of things has really perked up, and I can. That's the great thing, man. I can see it. Like you go backstage at contenders, or hell, even sitting the in the um, the audience at contenders, you can see the fire in these young kids' eyes. Because say, yeah. say, for instance, if I was 17, when was I 17? Like 29, I was like 12 years ago, right? Yeah. I would have gone, right, WWE, completely unrealistic. No chance, right? She- Seamus wasn't even there yet, was he? No, he wouldn't have been. When did he debut? 2008. 2008, was it? 2008, I think. So, yeah. So, in 2006, say, I wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah, it's possible for an Irish guy yeah. to get over there. Absolutely. No way. No, not a chance, unless your name is Finley. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden you've got Seamus, you've got Barry, you've got Becky Lynch, and now you've got this all NXT UK. So the lads are pretty much going, there is a clear path. Yeah. If I take this step, then I take the next step, then I go over to the UK for a while, train, maybe I'll do some time mm. in Japan. But there is a clear and defined way of getting to WWE now. Yeah. And there never was before. No. So you can see it in the, in the eyes of the likes of the Scotty Davis' of the world, where he's just going, this is so bloody achievable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we, we have these contender shows where they are just, these kids essentially are smashing out of the park because there's so much competition for places on those shows now. There's so many lads showing up to these shows and I'm going, oh, you booked? And they go, nah. And I'm going, man, how are we not booking this guy? And then I'm going, yeah, but like, look at the talent we are booking. Like, yeah. You can actually see, you can't put everyone on the show. Because there's so yeah, many yeah. now. There's so because many. Because the window's there for them. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So it's a great thing, but it does mean that they've got to put even more work in. I'd say that's a head melt for Joe. Before. Oh man, but as they always say, it's like, you know, what's that when, when a, a side signs a fourth great striker and you're like, well, that's the best headache possible, yeah, you know, yeah, for a manager. Yeah. He's got everyone fit. So that's the thing, when there is everyone fit, I'd say it is a headache for, for the powers that be, but at the same point, like, what a great problem to have. Yeah, like, got yeah, too yeah. much talent. Um, I remember listening to, it was Engo with um, Be Cool and Angel Cruz doing the podcast, yeah. and they made a, a point I think it was I think it was Angel that made it and he goes, You used to be able to go on to an Irish wrestling show and have a bad match. 
and it'll be fine. You'll yeah. be booked again next month, no problem, and oh yeah. Now you go on, you have a bad match. Someone is waiting, chomping at the bit, waiting in the wings to take your place. You know, yeah. and I'm not saying that there's any sort of negative attitude. I'm not saying anybody's going. Oh, I hope he's going to mess up so I can get his place. It's a really, really friendly atmosphere in the backstage, yeah. but it's really friendly and really competitive yeah, at the same yeah. time. So you've got these guys, you know, that just they know that there's a clear and defined path and it's just taking that first step nobody's yeah. taking Angel's spot because he's the best <laughs> <laughs> Angel Cruz is my favourite wrestler he's man. my favourite mm. he's my favourite like, I've I've been OTT, singing his team song for six months I always sing him yeah. I, my I, my first OTT show me and my friend were kind of always saying oh we should go to this we always should go to this mm. and it was the, ignorantly it was always because the in, an import on the poster and I was always like, oh, I see so-and-so was coming over. Oh, jeez, we should go to that. And I was I was never... A, I knew the Tivoli Theatre. Yeah. And I knew it as a, as a prestigious music venue. But I never... I never knew... Say, wheelchair access-wise. I never... I wasn't aware of it in yeah. that sense. And I was always a bit intimidated as to... Should I, would I be able to go? Whatever. And then 2015, I think it was the Pride weekend with Cult yeah. Cabana. That was my first show. And Cult probably got me to go to that. You know, seeing his face in the poster. But as time goes, has gone on and has, as I have evolved as an OTT fan, I'm there to see the Irish lads now. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I do be going mad if there's too many imports on the show. <laughs> but I, I, know, I know why they're there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I'd be there to see, like, the booking of uh, Jordan Devlin last year <sighs> and then the, the finale. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was just unbelievable. How that worked. He was getting absolute dogs abuse from the crowd, like, hurtful, in my opinion, from the start. And then to the end, yeah, two thousand people. Everyone was with him. Uh, standing ovation. Yeah. Do you know it's unbelievable? Sorry, my point is there is that Angels Asia Cruz is the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really totally took the scenic route there. No, totally I took the scenic route. Yeah, but I, no, my point is that now I go to watch the Irish lads. Yeah. And yeah. see how they're getting on. Yeah. And me and my friend the drive home will say, "Jesus, so and so was getting brilliant. So and so was brilliant." Might have been a bit green at the start, but my God, you know, this like Scotty Dave's only 17. Oh man, Scotty's like, Scotty and I How do you have the confidence to perform in front of a drinking locked crowd like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he's not even old enough to drink, like, Do yeah. you know what I mean? Well, as we always say, like, the 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 fundamental way of, of drawing a crowd initially is to bring over someone like Too Cool. To make all these lapsed fans who we joked mm. about it earlier, but like you, everyone's going, oh, I used to play as them on SmackDown too. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. go and see them and have cans. This is perfect. Yeah. So it, the fundamental rule is: come for too cool, stay for Jordan Devlin. So yeah. it's the Irish lads that keep you coming back. You know, come for Cole Cabana, stay for the gymnasties or whatever it is. Yeah. So I think it is. It is that case where you need that draw to bring you in. Yeah. But I think, like, there's always this thing on, on. Uh, not just social media, but you see the atmosphere and people going, oh, why isn't such and so booked? Why isn't such and so booked? At the end of the day, like you do have to put a certain amount of faith in the promoter yeah, because absolutely. that person has put the whole scene together. And sometimes if somebody says, oh, you know, such and so, you see it in WWE, you're like, mm. everyone's going, push him, push him, push him, push him, push her. And as soon as that person does get pushed, you're going, oh, they're not ready. Yeah. Oh, oh why, why aren't they ready? Oh, they, why are they pushing them? They're not ready. And the whole thing was, well, you wanted them pushed and now everything like that. So what I'm saying is that like, you do get that thing where like, it's very easy to book from, you know, your armchair, your seat and go, oh, why isn't that person champ? Why isn't that person champ? But there's a way that these things happen. Yeah. And there's a way that, that all the building blocks come together. I always bring it back to, I think it was WrestleMania 30. It was a Daniel Bryan 
was uh, Yeslemania was it? Yeslemania yeah. Yeslemania and like that was such a great moment but three months before that everyone was like oh they're booking this shit and it's so bad and blah 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 you always say it's a, it's an ongoing story mm-hmm. you know just because a pay-per-view in November didn't end the way you wanted to doesn't yeah. mean that you know the season yeah. finale yeah. Wrestlemania or Scrappermania whatever it is yeah. won't so man I always say that just enjoy the story it's got ups and downs if it was all ups you stop yeah. going absolutely yeah, <laughs> you know? it's, yeah. It's, it's a it's like it's a soap Oh, at times, yeah. you know what I mean. That's, day, you know, yeah, it's and, a, it is a soul. But the thing with the popularity now is that, even including yourself, um, you are open a lot more to criticism oh, because of the popularity. Yeah. Like, do you know, and even even wrestlers, I've seen, I've seen Irish wrestlers sometimes respond kind of satirically more so. But like, I'm kind of going to, to the person. It's easy for me. I'm 33 years of age. But looking at a person tweeting like the next day after a show. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? So are you for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you actually yeah. for real? I think that's part of, uh, and uh, might be a little bit heel of me here to say this, and maybe I'm going to alienate some oh, people. Oh, interesting. But I, well, I think that's just part of the nerd culture that goes with wrestling in a way, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I totally fell off the wrestling bandwagon for years. You, then, just from us having chats, kind of got me back into it, and then I think it was around the time with the, the CM Punk pipe bomb. Yeah that I kind of went holy shit and I started really paying attention again and then you got me to go for my first OTT show and I was totally spoiled because the, the you artist got Pete Lee that night did you? Um, big black I, fella I got Matt Riddle and Marty Squirrel uh, <gasps> Jimmy got, Havoc he got Matt Riddle versus Kyle O'Reilly yeah brilliant it was an unbelievable match unbelievable best striking match. match in OTT history yeah yeah uh, Marty Squirrel was on it Jimmy Havoc was on it um, that was Marty Squirrel's surprise wasn't it? yeah yeah, and th- once you you heard like the opening four bars of the song, and he just elbowed me, and you're like, you're gonna love this, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that that one show was like, right, that's it. I'm 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 back into being into wrestling again, yeah. man. This is, and since then I've just been following it and following it, and the WWE stuff, maybe the pay per views, but I'm finding myself on dirt sheets, I'm finding myself like going down rabbit holes in the indies and watching <laughs> footage from years ago. And I'm like, how did I miss this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and some of it is unbelievable. Like you were saying about kind of the the, the early days, of the OTT stuff, and, and because OTT is the Irish one, I was watching it, and you can see that step up, not mm. just in in the guys performing, but in everything, and it's kind of even the evolution of the crowd in a way. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just it's fucking great. It is like and as you said, the fact that there wasn't an Irish platform, now there is an Irish platform. Yeah, it's spoiled now. There's a couple of brands popping up, isn't there? Absolutely, yeah. But that what I think so. One of the big things is you, you see all these UK lads, and there's a lot of them getting getting signed now. Yeah, yeah. But if you look, if I'm a wrestler, I'm 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 a worker in in the UK. I can work for. Fight or I can work for uh, Fight Club, um, you know, pr- PCW. Uh, I can go to Progress, I can Southside uh, Discovery. I can literally fill my month with bookings. Yeah. But if you're an Irish wrestler and you're not going over there, OTT has what maybe two or three shows a month. But there, yeah, you can't just work two or three shows a month mm-hmm. and, and hope to make a living. Yeah, well, make a living, but also get the experience that you need in front of diverse crowds and and try out things and stuff like that. You know, because then at the end of the year, you've only wrestled what thirty matches. Mm. Um, so there are a lot more, and and it's a lot of the the workers themselves that are now kind of revitalizing these what seems to be revitalizing these uh, promotions that maybe had lapsed for a few years and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and it's good because it's going to give. 
it's going to give the talent in Ireland more chances to improve. Um, and a lot of them do work for OTT, which is great because then we're going to get to see them blossom and, and come into their own an awful lot more as well. Um, I'll put it to you this way. Like, if you look at Jordan Devlin, mm. Jordan Devlin said to me himself after the first UK tournament, we were having a point and he goes, I thought I was shit. He was like, I, I hated that. Just did not come across the way that I wanted to at all. And he made the next year be about getting as many matches in front of many different crowds under his belt. If you just watched him in OTT, you'd be like, man, this guy's getting better every month. Mm. He was getting better every month because yeah. literally he was going across to the UK taking three or four or five or six or ten bookings a month. And then we'd see him again at the next OTT. Mm. And he had like he'd more stuff in his arsenal. He was smoother. He was, you know, so, so smooth. So smooth. Oh, like ridiculously smooth at this point. But that whole year became about, I could see it, not just in like what he was saying to the fans, but also in just what he was thinking himself. He was like, I'm going to make sure that if this happens again, if you know, WWE call again, I'm going to be twice, three times, ten times the wrestler mm. that I am now. And the only way he could do that is by going out and getting matches, going out and getting the experience. So I think it's a case where people are saying, I can't just wait to be booked overseas. There has to be more action in the Irish scene. And for the first time, probably in, in a while, there is enough talent in Ireland now that you, you should be able to have a few promotions yeah. Yeah. running all yeah. together. Because like you say, there are lads and ladies who are um, quote unquote can't get onto contender shows. It's just that they're not booked at the moment. You know, yeah, I'm not saying yeah. there's anything wrong, but they can't just wait until they are. Yeah. They're never going to yeah. get booked unless they're... they're experience exper- and all. Yeah, and getting yeah. more experience and time and time and time yeah. again. So I'm just saying it's, it's a good thing to yeah. have... Um, a few promotions yeah. hopefully all working towards the same thing um, because the only way people get better at anything in the world is by doing it absolutely yeah. so hopefully what we're going to see is, is this blossoming um, pro wrestling scene in Ireland we're hopefully we're going to get to see it even better that we yeah. once like we're dying for as, oh yeah absolutely teenagers, yeah. Like, yeah. The, only, the only thing we definitely need now was the evolution of a couple more referees because Foxy's overworked. <laughs> 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 but I think, I think that that's, that's a really good point because so myself and Engel are probably decent examples. Mm. We really wanted to get involved with OTT and we kind of said to ourselves, you know, we became good friends just by going to OTT shows. We used to yeah. sit in the front row. Really? Is yeah, that it? Because yeah, that was one going to be my next question. That's how Engel and myself met. Um, I was sitting at an OTT show. He was sitting behind me and a mutual friend was kind of sitting close and I ended up just chatting to him through that. Um, we then discovered that we have other mutual friends around the place as well. What happened then was as the OTT shows started going up on demand, we were like, they've no commentary. You know, there's no commentary here. Maybe they like commentary. Maybe they wouldn't. So at the time, the uh, owner of OTT, um, uh, Jerry Humperdinck, Mm -hmm. uh, came to us. And again, we had gotten very friendly just through, um, I suppose, the Irish wrestling scene. And he was like, you know, I think he'd be perfect. But you can't just go to to the powers that be and say, oh, we might want to commentate. Maybe. What do you think? He was like, get a show, commentate on it do a load of matches, send them the finished article and literally go, that's on the table if you want or if you don't want, it's not. Mm. And in typical, as we were, we, were, we were saying before, typical uh, 
uh, at Joker Bright fashion, I sent them a message about the length of a thesis <laughs> with all these, you know, and, and I reckon we could bring this. Uh, and I literally got like a sentence back. I was like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fine. Yeah, you're in, you know. <laughs> that's so, nuts, isn't it? Nah, it's just, it was right. Sweating there, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, no, delete that word. No, no. I, need a, I need a second stanza in this. Uh, should, I write, should I write a sonnet? I'll write a sonnet. No, I do. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the way it happened. So, Angus and I then, like, and, oh, man, I was watching back on one of our first shows. Um, and, like, I come to the ring in, like, a suit jacket and, like, I'm wearing shades or whatever. And I'm just trying to be, like, you know, Mr. Swab, hip or whatever. And I couldn't be feeling the character any less. Right. You can see that. You're looking at him going, he doesn't believe in that. It took me a few months to actually get the whole thing down. Like, because yeah. I think it happened, it was about two or three months before I even realized I was meant to be a heel. That's <laughs> was that not pitched? So, was yeah, that pitched or like? Was, so, it was kind of pitched in the sense that uh, I, I think he didn't want, like, we didn't want, like, you know, the typical face heel. It was like, yeah, Don, be sound, but don't be like as sound as Engel, basically. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. come at it from more of a heel perspective. Like, if a heel does something, you know, try to find the logic in it. Try to be like, oh, well, you know, look, this is a business where you do whatever you can to win and, you know, foot on the ropes, ref doesn't see it, blah, blah, blah. But don't be like, oh, he's shit, you know, or yeah, yeah, yeah. anything like that. What just happens was the fans, fans were giving me serious heat, like in the ring, on Twitter, on everything. Like I was getting destroyed. About, and, about um, the, what, the start just, of your character? Just, yeah, just about, like, we as people fear change. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in this. People fear change in, in all walks of life. Fact. Merlo fear change with jocks for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> fact. If, if Barry's tea go new uh, new recipe tomorrow, everyone will go shit. I like the oh, old one. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's just the way we are. So as soon as OTT came on with commentary, everyone was like, "Oh, I like it without commentary." You know, yeah. and then we'd be getting tweets just being like, "Oh, you know." Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's all in the past. Um, but what happened was, as time went on, we did get better behind the. The behind the you know the camera commentating but also our characters became a lot more defined and we just naturally that's what the rock and stone called always said it was like my best character that i ever played was just me with the volume turned way up yeah. so that's what it did it was like i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna stop trying to be a character i'm gonna let the heelish side of my personality <laughs> come out you know um and i'm gonna just yeah just start to say things like i see them you know yeah um and then that turned into like you know a bit more of a, a caricature sort of thing um and and then we we kind of had what we have today. Yeah, it's um, mental. Yeah, it's it's strange, but these things just kind of tend to happen organically. So were you going to the shows as a spectator from the start? Uh, yep. Yeah, wow. I was at the very first show. Um, Unbelievable. I didn't. I, I missed a few. Like it's not like I, I yeah, yeah. went all yeah. the time. But yeah, I missed a few. But I did. I did start to go, and I made amazing friends through it. Like just from sitting in that front row, met Engo. We decided to pitch it and. Yeah, here we was are. Was there ever an opportunity to, or did you ever train to be a pro wrestler? Never trained to be a pro wrestler. No, no Engo did. Engo did for a while, yeah. 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 Um, but no, sorry, this is this is coming back to what you were saying. I think it is. It would be great. Look, everybody wants to be world champ, yeah. Mm. Everyone yeah, wants yeah, to be yeah. world champ. But it it is fantastic to have. Like, if you look at how valuable Foxy is mm. to the overall Irish wrestling scene, like four hours on a Saturday night, you couldn't <laughs> do it without him. You literally yeah. couldn't. And if you look at people like, say, uh, Jerry Humperdinck, or, or you know, uh, we don't see eye to eye, but William <laughs> J. Humperdinck, all right? But yeah. I'm talking characters, all yeah. right? People who are powers that be, people who are referees, people who are commentators, people who are cameramen, sound yeah. engineers, who all play a fairly vital role in putting it all together. 
What I'm saying is, yeah, it is brilliant to be world champ. But if you figure out pretty early, okay, maybe this wrestling isn't for me. I can't, you know, handle the physicality of it. Or, mm. you know, maybe I'm picking up too many injuries or whatever it is. There are so many more things you can do to contribute yeah. to the wrestling scene. Yeah. So it's it's I suppose like the football pitch everyone wants to be the number nine everyone wants to be the striker yeah. but you need defenders yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you need a goalie yeah, Absolutely. You know, I hate getting thrown in goal you bloody need a goalie yeah. you know yeah. so I think it, that's just something for people to keep in mind you know is that there's so many different things you can do um, in the wrestling world and still get like man the buzz I get walking out there like I might yeah. as well be about to get in like go but, on a match you know but you're the 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 reaction you got from you went to Australia for three months with your job yeah yeah and then your reaction <sighs> that you kept secret yeah like for a, for a comment for a comment that, <laughs> yeah. that was that, that was some pop by the way how, how did you not get emotional at that or did you I, I, I won't say emotional but um, so I was so for those that don't know if you if you haven't caught the show or, or maybe maybe you're yet to get into OTT um, OTT on demand yeah, yeah. eight dollars <laughs> a month we're always playing um, I love it I love it cheers lads but basically what happened was yeah as, as you so rightly say the day job um, said to me look big opportunity um, in Australia I work for Guinness's brand ambassador so we're saying the market over there needs a hand um, they have a lot of initiatives that they really want to you know get out there uh they want to do sales drives and quality calls but they need some they need some help basically and the job thankfully kind of headhunted me they were like you we think you're the guy for the market so Brilliant. who am i to say no to that yeah. Like, yeah the biggest irish export that there is no i'm grand actually <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, with, you know the tunisia games on tonight so. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry cheers though um paddy power won't work over there so so yeah so obviously i got on my bike and uh and, and went over so i did three months and I'd said it to Joe, I said, look, you know, I love OTT, but there's absolutely no way I can say no to this. And he goes, right, we'll have to write you off. Um, and I said, well, look, and again, this is, <laughs> this is another one. I wrote him this massive message and I was like, look, man, um, you know, I want to come back, you know, and if this is only three months, like that kind of times out around Scrapper. Um, look, I'd love to do a return or maybe like maybe then or if you want to keep it that's okay as well uh, completely understand if you want to go another direction this is absolutely great and he went on another four or five you know <laughs> lines or a sentence whatever and all I got back was nah pal want you back ASAP <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh okay grand I'm, I'm safe then so um, anyway May 1st um, job is done in Australia and I've chatted to uh to, to the powers that be about about the big comeback and uh, we still don't really know what we're going to do because the way he wrote me off was that uh, William J. Humperdinck overhears me talking on the phone to Engo about how me and him, the Mrs. Humperdinck <laughs> spent a lovely night in a hot tub with a big bag of cans alright uh, you know that may or may not have happened so anyway he we, we decide that okay grand well, there is a way to kind of bring you back if it's maybe a case whereby like the, you know, the two of them run off and it's an emergency and we just no sell it so Engo keeps on going with it and anyway we, we settled on it so the way it happened was was just that so I got back May 1st but for the next 12 days I kept posting pictures of me in Australia being like having a great time I'm in Adelaide blah 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 I only have a few Twitter friends that would also be kind of um, Guinness 
related so right. I was just said to them I was like just just don't react to anything yeah. don't be like oh but I saw you today <laughs> you were at a meeting you know yeah. we had like, lunch together yeah, yeah. Like, well, how'd you get back to Adelaide so quick so I said you know um, just no sell it you know and, and to, to, to their credit they did and uh, even like my personal Snapchat I was putting up pictures of me in Phoenix Park like because I knew <laughs> I knew that anyone who had that was OTT related would keep it to themselves yeah. and a few like a few of them even texted me they were like oh I smell like comeback <laughs> yeah like, yeah maybe anyway so of course if you're home exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. so the day comes um, May 12th I'll never forget it and uh, my very very good friends Al and Claire uh, along with uh, Amy Alonzi and Logan Bryce uh, come to my house pick me up put me under a blanket and drive me into the arena because as you know if you know OTT people start queuing up like four yeah. weeks in advance you know so you can't just be like hang on that's Don Marnell in that car yeah. um, so I kept thinking I was in the back I was going like why are we going through all this they won't care like they're not yeah. going to care that I'm back it's going to be like I left the heel I'll come back here it's going to be yeah. so anyway we drive in and there's a massive my favourite moment I walk in and a few people are like, ah, Don, didn't know you were back, you know, and I just hear, ah, and I see a Jordan Devlin running the entire <laughs> length of the National Stadium to give me a massive big, jumps into my arms, and I'm like, I didn't know I could hold Jordan Devlin. Um, the lads filmed Engo seeing me for the very first time and it was like, you know, when a, you know when like a lad comes back from war and they bring his dog and his dog at the airport like jumps all over him and that was Engo and me. And uh, so yeah, we're just having this brilliant day and we're all back together again, blah, blah, blah. So now the doors are open and I'm going, oh Jesus, right, okay, yeah, get in the back and I'm, I'm there. And um, Claire, the OTT medic, comes up and goes, oh, actually, I got you a welcome back gift. And she hands me this army belt with space pockets for six cans of beer and I'm like Claire you're you're a gem like this is perfect so I have my bag of cans and I like empty all the cans out of it and just slot them all into these and I'm like oh this is so good this happens 15 minutes before I go out and then um Deadly. a few of the uh, a few of the trainees come over and they're like are you ready and I was like for what and they were like we're gonna escort you to the back so I have this massive hoodie and we kind of walk around the side and a few lads are kind of joking like I was thinking they were like ah you're going through a lot of trouble like nobody's <laughs> going to care come on who's going you're right like they're not going to care so anyway I'm backstage and Engel's out there and, and the, the lads and, uh, and and you know Foxy and they're doing their bit and the lads leave and I think everyone's kind of going oh where are they going I'm not sure they, that they exactly got that there was like a, a an emergency called in or a, yeah. a prank phone call or whatever and i'm going oh god jesus i hope they so Engo goes to do his bit and where we had planned to hit my music comes and goes and my music still doesn't hit and i'm like oh they've, they've cancelled it or something I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. and then what happened was my video plays about three seconds before my music hits so I don't hear any music, but next thing I just hear this like, ah, ah, the whole crowd, and I'm like, oh shit, like what, is Marty Skrull here? I'm like, What's going on all of a sudden? The music hits, and when I say the adrenaline, man, the adrenaline just rushed through me, and I don't even know if it came out at the point I'm meant to come out at, I just bundled out onto the stage. And that is the moment, like, literally having 2,000 people, not only looking at you, but like you said, like a standing bloody ovation. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. just like, ah, all the camera guys are there. And, I, and I'm just like, this is the exact bloody moment. You know, how could you picture it any better? Like, Sitting in the front row of three, four years ago, like. Exactly. 
and then there you go Scrapper Mania 4 the fourth ever uh, stadium show yeah. and you're opening it up like to a bloody standing ovation it's mental so that just goes to show you that literally you, you can uh, you know this is going to sound so bloody after school you can follow your dreams and achieve what you want to achieve but I'm saying you know put like, your mind to it Foxy got a hell of a pop that night too so what I'm saying is that you don't need to necessarily like albeit follow your dreams chase the, the wrestling dream but what I'm saying is if you want to be a commentator if you want to be a referee yeah. there are moments as well there are pops there are big times mm. for you too you know absolutely so yeah man and dude there's love that story man yeah oh, man. that was brilliant I'm smiling even just telling <laughs> it man yeah. that was, I wasn't at home watching it <laughs> yeah um, how much are you told then about the show it, like is it um, li- little to get the reaction out of you very, very on a need to know basis oh very um, good for instance like that, we we did a spot years ago where um, in the Tivoli where Drew McIntyre, Drew, oh. Ga- Drew Galloway showed up. Yeah. <laughs> that was unbelievable. So I arrive at the arena and I usually have to work Saturday. So I usually work like eight to five on Saturdays and then sprint down to the arena and really? like tie in with Engo sort of thing. So I always get there a little bit later than everybody else. So I get there and I go up to Engo. Eh, what's the crack, man? We all set for tonight. Yeah, yeah, things are good. Yeah, blah blah blah. Having a little chat and then. Uh, we're in the back anyway and I see everyone kind of changing and warming up and I'm like oh you know the, the lads from the flats and whoever it is and then I look over and I'm like oh was that a is that Drew Galloway over there he's like yeah yeah I'm like what's he doing here he's like I don't know so the two of us were like we know he's going to show up yeah no idea when sort of thing like we had no idea that's brilliant though so, yeah yeah so we we obviously know who's there that day, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, we knew Finn Balor was there the day that he showed, he up. showed up as yeah. well. But we're, it's not a case where I'm told, oh, you know, this is your, you know, this is this is how tonight's going to go. Yeah. So what you hear from us is genuine reactions. Yeah. Uh, we know what we need to know. Has there been anything that has completely caught you off guard? Oh, that's a brilliant question. This question. <laughs> this question has caught me completely off guard. That is a brilliant question. Um, I'll call it recent. Jordan Devlin tapping out to uh, to Walter. Yeah. I had no idea that was coming. I was kind of going, oh, you know, maybe yeah, they lose, blah, blah, blah. Maybe David Starr will take it. Yeah, but Jordan and tapping as well. I was yeah. no bloody way. Um, and any sort of... Like, we're never told about title changes or anything like that. Right, yeah. So That's good, though, isn't it? It's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, but, yeah, so so sometimes when, like, the Kings of the North picked up the tag belts in Belfast yeah. the other day, and we were like, oh, Jesus, you know, no way. Love I the Kings of the North, man. Love the Kings of the North. Yeah. Oh, they're brilliant. They're deadly. They're bloody brilliant. And they're, like, they're three of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Don't but interrupt. It's, don't interrupt. It, it's that accent. It's yeah, that accent yeah. where they could literally be like, do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> You're like, no! <laughs> no, I'm all right, just don't kill me! Um, so, yeah, intimidating gentlemen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, just workhorses. Joe's been around for years, hasn't he? Years. Years. Um, yeah, like, every now and then, I don't know if you follow um, Paddy Morrow, Paddy, good mm. to see you. Um, Paddy Morris forever putting up old school posters. Brilliant photos, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like brilliant, like from the scene years and years ago. Um, but you'll always see Duncan there somewhere. Mm. You know, Duncan, Joe, Paul Tracy, Paddy Morrow, like yeah. you know. He put up a uh, he put up a match of uh, Duncan and Finn Balor. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, for, yeah. And the the wrestling ring was just in a stage. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Don't, what venue would that have been? Do you know? Oh, I wouldn't even wouldn't hazard a guess. But it was it was a solid match, like. But yeah. it, it was, looked like it was about ten years ago. Yeah, mm. yeah, that would make sense. I mean, they used to run a lot, and they, I mean, it's a lot of promotions still do. But there used to be a lot of kind of IWW shows that mm. would just be in gym halls. You know, I used yeah. to go to them in Kulak and Baldoyle and you know places like that. Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have a breeze where that was, but. It's great that it's great to have all this stuff archived, like you know. Yeah, absolutely. Did um, you're you've experience in comedy, and then obviously your yeah. brand ambassador. Like you obviously have a great personality. This is obviously helping your 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 commentary. Yeah, hundred percent. But I will say and this, as and well. I absolutely hundred percent mean this. I have been on, I've been on stage in comedy um, to two people or to two hundred. I have done live TV in the day job for Guinness, like New York. I was on CNBC um, for St. Patrick's Day, 4 million viewers live. That sort of stuff doesn't really bother you. Yeah. But a wrestling crowd. <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. Relatively. I'll put it to you this way. If I'm an actor and I'm on stage and I mess up a line, do 200 people go, oh, you fucked up, <laughs> yeah. you fucked up, oh, boo, boo. No, they don't. But if you go in to anything to do, the slightest little mistake, it's a hiccup on a word or a trip, trip over the rope, anything like that, yeah. the whole crowd goes yeah. ballistic. And it's their God-given right. And if I was in the crowd, I'd be doing the exact same bloody thing. But that is something that you have to learn to deal with. Yeah. And that is actually, do you know what? That is... I used to hate, when I was a stand-up comic, I used to dread hecklers. I used to bloody dread them. And I'd be like, oh man, just, just everyone stay quiet. And I think that's something that I really, I think you need to learn how to deal with hecklers. Mm. Because I'd always be like, just let me get me seven minutes, you know. <laughs> just yeah. let me get that out and then bloody hell, heckle me after or something. In the wrestling ring, where I've now, where I started to get like pretty good reactions in the Don Marnell character was dealing with hecklers. Yeah. Because oh, brilliant. That's, that's how I started. Like, the very first one was, um, there was it, I was just cutting a promo and it wasn't, what was it for? It was for a stadium show and it was big enough to Young Bucks arrival. And I was like, oh, you know, we're only a few short weeks from the national stadium. And some guy stands up and just goes, hopefully you won't be there. And it's that sort of like, <laughs> you know, and it's a little ripple of laughter. And I'm like, I can't not say anything yeah, you can't yeah, just yeah. be like no okay then. everyone you know, heard him everyone heard him he's yeah. called me out but I've got a microphone yeah. so I just turned on a dime didn't even think about it and said I'm going to be there and I'll be with your mother yeah. and that's like if you say it in that you're kind of like ah oh, yeah that's pretty funny but to say it in the moment in front of 200 people and just break stride and then go straight back to your promo the whole place was like ah and then I was like oh that's it that's it. Know, yeah. I'm just going to wait for people to shout shit and then I'm going to just say whatever comes to my yeah. mind straight back so it became a, a case where I'd be like okay I'm going to get these three or four points out but I'm not going to script anything because if someone shouts something I am going straight back at them <laughs> yeah. you know um, so yeah that's that's all things so I'd say in that regard with a wrestling crowd you just need to be ready to um, work on the fly so do you think, so do you think they go too far at all the yeah. wrestling crowd some yeah the one percent the, the minority mm. it's always a minority though isn't it one percent and this is you i don't know if you were there the night that i i cut the promo on the on the but the like, girls the hecklers yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, it wasn't just the girls there was there were a few lads i haven't seen them since which is good that means hopefully either we got through to them or they've stopped coming um 
but there were a group that were going to every show and the problem was they were multiplying so at the start it was two lads and then it was four and then it was ten and during the women's matches they were just shouting stupid obscenities that you know someone would shout if they'd never had a conversation with a real you know female human being yeah. um you know they'd be shouting uh, homophobic stuff uh sometimes racist stuff just anything it was real just juvenile sort of like they you could see them shout something and then kind of look to each other for approval sort of yeah. you know and it was just ruining the atmosphere not for everybody the atmosphere was brilliant but if you had paid your money and you were sitting there and you were trying to enjoy Matt Riddle versus Kyle O'Reilly and some lad in the back keeps shouting just penis or whatever it was it was that stupid I was like no we can't can't have this anymore so we had a chat about it and uh, like that was that was at my height of being a, like my heel run let's say yeah. um, like I wasn't even exuding any face stuff at all but um Anyway, I was approached, and they were like, "Will you deal with it? Because if it comes from you, then you know, if it comes, the idea was from a heel character. Yeah, because yeah, if it comes yeah, from yeah, Angus, yeah. then they're going, oh, this is just housekeeping. You know, don't uh, move for dives. You know, don't bring your own cans in, and yeah. uh, you know, don't shout obscenities. But if I go, all right, lads, enough of my stuff. I want to talk about this right now, yeah. and this is the issue, and blah blah blah, and blah blah blah. And uh, yeah, we did it, and and." that got a standing ovation but it wasn't like for my bloody brilliant performance it was just that somebody needed to say that the message, so, needed, the message to needed to be said yeah. so as soon as it was made that was a show that 99.9% of people agreed with it mm. and 99.9% of people don't take it too far and they go and see a wrestling show for what it is yeah. because for me man a wrestling show for so long was like it's an escape you know you could go man I've just had the shittest day in work and oh, I failed that exam last week and that bird that I fancies off with you that other oh, doesn't matter I'm gonna go to a wrestling show drink some cans forget about all this shit mm. you don't need somebody there ruining the buzz just for their own amusement sort of thing you know yeah. so there is that I mean, some of the British promotions have the whole don't be a dick rule mm. and I think there's a lot to be said for that mm. yeah. so in answer to your question definitely people take it too far sometimes people don't make the best judgments if, especially if they're not used to drinking and alcohol's involved you know that sort of thing but at the same time I think 99% of our fans are brilliant oh, absolutely yeah. Yeah. There, there was there was a, the last few shows that I've been at um, there is a tiny minority that, that tries to start a stupid chant that can be sometimes quite personal um, in my opinion maybe um, maybe I'm just taking it too serious but then you could see the regulars yeah, kind yeah. of drowning that chant out with a more traditional say chant yeah. about that wrestler that could be like he could be a heel or you know and th th that minority starting a, something about their physical appearance Yeah, yes. and then you see the original mm. stand up not even stand up but they'll slag that wrestler as well but in a more the pantomime slagging. Yeah, no, I know. I love where you're going, and I, and I completely agree. I think um, when you go to a wrestling show, right? Again, I'll put it to you this way: you go to a pantomime, and um, the villain comes out. Uh, you know, boo, hiss, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But you're not going. Uh, you know, you're a bit. You know, big yeah. or you know, slagging something to do with that actor. It's yeah. the character, right? So if you want to, like, say for instance, Zach Gibson comes out. What is his his whole shtick as being from Liverpool? He's yeah. a scouser. Absolutely brilliant. And he is he play, probably one of the best on the mic. Amazingly well. Yeah. He's brilliant. So if you want to you know, do the scouse chance at him, that's what he's presenting. So that's what you know he expects back. But if you were to, you know, make like you're saying, something about a physical appearance or or anything 
that's a personal thing. Yeah. For me, that's off. That's off. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. off. Yeah. So you remember where you were. React. That's a person too, man. Mm. React to the character. Absolutely, because that's what they're portraying. Yeah. If you like the character, if you don't like the character, that's up to you. But you are at a show at the end of the day, and there is a line between you know, like you say, personal attributes and character attributes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, again, it's the that's such minority. a minority. You, you don't see it all the minority. time at all. No, you don't. And like, man, I was in. Do you remember that match? Were you at the last one? The um, no. Be Cool wrestled um, Dan Barry from the USA. And the crowd just got incredibly creative with these um, Dan chants. So they just worked the word Dan into every song. <laughs> in my, like, everybody, Dan now, Dan, 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 Dan. Watch it back. And man, I was on commentary. I was breaking. I was cracking up. And you can hear me. I'm like, man, I gotta give this one to the fans. Like, ah, these, uh, these that's really clever, um, because they were. And there was such a loving atmosphere. And it was like anybody who started the chant, everyone was like, yeah, I'm gonna get in on this. Like, yeah, yeah. But it was all. It was. It was good, and it was creative, and everything like that. I have nothing but love for all that sort of thing. Because that's yeah. what. It, again, that's it. It's just like yeah. let's come up with something genuinely entertaining and funny, and let's all get into it together. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Exclusions. No time. No. Yeah, no time. I love that actually. That was one of the, I, it, again the, the first LT show I went to. It caught me off guard because I cracked up laughing, but then I was loving it. Was the Matt Riddle bro? Bro, oh yeah, the yeah, Spandu yeah, yeah. Ballet bro. gold. Yeah, so like, funny. What? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, it was amazing. And like. his reaction is just yeah. it's telling as well. Oh, like he's man. going, what? And yeah. then like. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, yeah, man. So, August. August. There is a, a big one coming up. Absolutely, yeah. We are going to do WrestleRama 2. Um, not from the Tivoli. We're going to be in the Shore Road at the arena. Are we done with the Tivoli? Uh, I don't have the answer to that question. Yeah. This is potentially the last show, definitely at least for this year. Yeah. We know the Tivoli is coming up soon. Yeah, Barbara yeah. and all that. But I, I have no insider info on that. Um, to be fair, when it comes to things like this, OTT are very upfront. Um, you can see on like on Twitter, if someone goes, oh, are there no more Tivoli shows? It'll be like, we're not sure. There yeah. might be. This is probably the last, definitely for this year, mm. but you know that's it. So we're upfront. We've no reason to, to hide anything or lie yeah, about that. Absolutely, yeah. So it is a case whereby it's hard to get venues in in dublin um very hard and you're competing with a lot of other things um so anyway we've got the arena um i haven't experienced that because they've only we've only run one show from there and that was my first one that i missed okay. from being in australia that was the so, wasn't it yes yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so i've seen that on vod but i haven't experienced it live so um yeah but we've got rama 2 coming up from that man and if you've seen the poster it's got yeah, uh, yeah it's brilliant it's got some stars. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to that one. Um, I have a little something up my sleeve for it as well. Oh. Um, I couldn't possibly. We'll have to go. I couldn't possibly divulge <laughs> anything on that. But a little uh, an idea popped up in the old noggin there a little while ago. and I'm, I'm uh, So you'll be writing an essay to Joe and get it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, this one be, might be one of those ones where it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love it. In terms of all the Irish talent, like... And it's a possible question, and you don't need to answer it specifically. But who has impressed the most outside, say, Jordan Devlin, Martina? 
in terms of yeah. just evolution and sheer wrestling ability yeah. um, Scotty Davis yeah. uh, and I've said that numerous times um, as regards the work put into production and creativity uh, Angel Cruz and Be Cool oh they're the yeah. best um, like man I have watched I have shown that video that they made before their Scrapper Mania match yeah. remember the one where they're chasing Mo Cabray around <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have watched that video I've shown that video to my grandmother like you know it's like what's going on I mean, it doesn't matter it's Angel Cruz yeah. it. Um, it is uh, it's, it's a masterpiece it's a masterpiece of our time but they're brilliant they're fantastic and, and I think I have, I have nothing but respect so if you look at Angel Cruz and, and, and Be Cool, and then if you look at guys like um, uh, Captain Sexy and Aiden, right, Club Tropicana, how bloody amazing, this is a side note, is is their manager, um, yeah. Jose Idol, like, mm. you know, who was uh, uh, brothers uh, <laughs> yeah. with, with Tony Idol. <laughs> Good save there, Don. Um, so I have nothing but respect for people who go out and, because there's every, look, Every wrestling show needs your 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 workers, your technicians, um, you know, technical bouts. Mm. But if everyone's trying to do that, there's where's the fun? You know, where's yeah, the yeah. you know? We need that definitely. That's the core. But you do need matches with just those mo- like really memorable spots. Yeah, um, and good wrestling around that. Absolutely, like all these guys can work. But like man, Angel. So if you do watch some of the early ones. Like Angel Cruz and the fabulous Nikki, yeah. you know, had matches that really, you know, enjoyable matches, fantastic, but taken like the level that Angel Cruz has now taken himself to, and it's all. I'm not okay. I don't want this to come out wrong. It's not not because of his wrestling ability because he, he's brilliant in the ring, but I think it's more to do with the creativity Absolutely. that he has brought to yeah. those videos, the chainsaws, mm. the ideas, you know, like him and Barry. And Tyler Bate against Pete Dunne, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate. You know those five man, six man. Unbelievable! It's the, the the actually the latest match that that he had with Nikki and uh, Trent Seven was was the guest referee on yeah. the outside. And he kept yeah. changing the match like that again had me in stitches. Like I was like, this is so good. Nobody thinks of this, no. you know. So I think it's a case where like, look, I've been watching wrestling, God, let's say over fifteen years, a lot more than fifteen years, um, and I've seen countless shows. And if somebody can show you something that you've never seen before, bloody hell, how hard is that? Yeah, yeah. How hard is it to yeah. show someone something that they've never seen before? But we've all watched as much wrestling as we have. What do you think the imports think when they come to the OTT locker room? Oh, man. Um, the OTT locker room is incredibly welcoming. Mm. I don't, so I, I work... Think they absolutely they have to think we're fucking mad. I'd say they think we're absolutely mental. Yeah. Absolutely mental. In the it's, most infectious way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, an affectionate way as well. Yeah. Um, what's great with the imports is that, like, they'll they'll pretty much always come out for a beer afterwards as well, you know? Um, and and they, they seem to really enjoy coming to OTT. I just think it's one of those things where, like, if you get business right first, because that's that yeah. needs to be right this is a career for these people. So yeah. business has to be right first. But after that, it's the personal touches. It's the, it's making sure that they always have, you know, transport. We'll always make sure that uh, an import can be picked up from the airport. Yeah. Um, not just like a taxi, but like, you know, someone will go out and pick them up and bring them and drop them to the hotel later and everything like that. They're not left to fend for themselves. Um, there's always someone going out for a beer. So if they feel like, you know, uh, you know, letting mm. loose or whatever like that, and then the fundamental thing is that when they come over here, they've got people to work with that are safe, that are creative, uh, and that have matches that 
they like they genuinely want to go out there and steal the show. And that's Joe's experience, fight. isn't it? Because if you in yeah. terms of booking talent and and bringing them in and putting them in a hotel and collecting them, because. I would say I would follow a lot of the imports um, anyway. So let's say the Young Bucks mm. said OTT was one of the best organizations yeah. they've worked with. Kenny Omega, the be- in my opinion, the best wrestler in the world at the moment, says OTT was unbelievable. Chris, Chris Hero has said the same. Chris Hero. Um, Think where Chris Hero has been. Yeah. Everywhere. Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne. Do you know what I mean? All these people that are prestigious <laughs> yeah. in the international oh, yeah. professional wrestling circles, just all... And they're going back to other locker rooms around the world saying, you need to get over to OTT. 100%. Yeah. Word of mouth is crucial in this yeah. business, yeah. man. And the great thing about today is that word of mouth is, is also word of Twitter, word of Instagram, where you can just, you can yeah. see these people. Admit AMA this. is on Reddit, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think, in my personal opinion, I'm a, I'm a great fan of Joe's and great friends. Um, but I think from a business perspective, he is invaluable to the yeah. Irish wrestling scene. Absolutely. I don't think, I don't think we would be where we are today. No, I'm not saying I don't think. I know we wouldn't be where we are today yeah. without his contacts. Um, him putting his neck out there sometimes. Like yeah, I know, yeah. I, like I'm looking at some of the shows and I'm going like, for all the talent that we have here, like he's not. You know, again, like I don't, I don't mean this to sound wrong, but there are some shows where I'm going. I don't think he's he's going to be you know spending all night counting money off this show. Yeah, I think yeah, he's pretty yeah. much put it all into the show, you know, to build the brand. And you see him doing things like it's the, it's the little things you see. Um, the live show Scrapper Mania 3 went out on Flow Slam yeah, yeah. it's huge right? get huge. a world audience live as well not just mm. like you know um, the OTT on demand service it's brilliant to bring in Rev Pro and now we've got five shows for this month on, on WXW in Germany yeah. Yeah. The Ger- in Germany so he's building a brand and he's getting everything out there. It's great that everyone's working together, though. It's brilliant. There's no rivalries, like it's. There's no, but it's it's. I, I totally agree with you, and I think it is. It's a case where, like, if you're doing well, then we can help you do better, and then also we'll get the rub from you know working with you. Yeah, Because yeah. uh, we're all at the end of the day, we're all either we all either work in the wrestling industry or we're wrestling fans, and there, with Monday Night Wars aside, there's no need unless you're literally competing for network time. Yeah. There's no real need for me to hope. Oh man, I hope he doesn't. Yeah, I hope he goes out of business in Germany because that'll affect me loads. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah like, exactly. We're not losing crowds to WXW. You know, yeah, yeah. that's just a random example I picked out of the air. Mm. We want them to do better, and hopefully, they create stars that can then come over and work with us and make our guys better, and we can send some to them and cross brand, cross promotion. You know, how, how far do you think we are off from my dream of OTT being on TV three or three E or oh. something like that? Do you think it's realistic? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I. Why not? I like? think, yeah, no, and I agree. And I think it, it'd be a damn, damn sight better than some of the content they put out. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Sorry, TV. To it. Um, but yeah, man. Like, I, I think one day, why not? You know, one day, why yeah. not? And I just hope they keep me on. Yeah. <laughs> to bring in bloody Eamon Dunphy instead of me or something you now no, Bill Angel Cruz is a good wrestler he's not a great wrestler uh, you know, Shane Saws no place in the game Bill um, we're, we're running out of time man right but a couple of quick ones let's do it before you go OTT Royal Rumble 
Will Dominell ever be a mystery or guest entrant? A guest entrant? I thought you were just going to say, will it happen? Well, not will it happen, but then that as the icing on the cake. Look, man, I mean, if I get a number, <laughs> if I get a number, I am going into that ring and everybody in that ring is cracking a can with me. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll eliminate myself ring. straight after, you I'll know. I'll be a big bag, man. man. I'll be a big bag. Oh, hey. crates coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just drive a truck in. Yeah. That would be pop central. Man, I think, I think an OTT Royal Rumble... Um, and look if it happens it will happen when the time is right yeah, yeah, 100% yeah. trust that and this is why I don't run LTT um, because you know the powers that be know better than me but I do think that right now if we went through it we could name 30 names yeah. if we oh, take yeah. some of the contenders in, some imports um, some old faces that we haven't seen in a while and then throw Ango in there you know yeah. he can take a bump why yeah, not yeah, I'll go in you know yeah. You could definitely have 30 people together. As regards where you do it, you know, yeah. uh, how do you yeah. keep the sobriety, things like that. But can be done. Absolutely. And I really, really hope. That's my dream. Daniel Cruz doesn't win it. If you could pick, let's go with one legend and one current person from the WWE roster to have a dream match against somebody in OTT, what would be? <laughs> Okay, well, from the current roster, it's easy. I want Finn Balor versus Jordan Devlin. Oh, that's that. too easy, mate. Yeah. Um, that's that's a brave clan war right there. Yeah, yeah. That was, Jeez. that was something that I picked up in uh, in Oz. They say that if you ask someone for something yeah. to say yes, they say, nah, mate, too easy. <laughs> that confused the fuck out of me. <laughs> I mean, it was like, hey, mate, can I just get a you know, pint of Guinness and a bag of Nah, mate, too easy. I'm like, is that no? <laughs> Am I allowed to have it? Or? <laughs> nah, mate, too easy. Um, yeah, Finn Balor versus Jordan Devlin. And as regards X, Dolly alive, dead, or like, does I it have to be? Just a legend. That's the criteria. Man, I've always been the biggest mark for Edge. Um, oh, I just, yeah. I'd love to get him in the ring. I'd love to do uh, bloody hell. Why don't I give him the rub? Edge versus Scotty Davis, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? Battle, battle of the class facial hair, you know? Edge got a big <laughs> beard and everything like that, yeah. Love it, man. Love it. That would be, yeah. Oh, man, I'm so sad Edge retired. You have to retire. I know, yeah. He's the only He's in Ireland a lot. Yeah, yeah he, he is. is. He's yeah, doing yeah. the t- top rope show at Tivoli in October. That's right, yeah, that's what he's he is. And yeah, even yeah. with Edge. Yeah. That'd be good. It will. Yeah. Not anywhere near as good, though, as WrestleRama, right? No. I haven't been to the arena either, actually, well, now that we think about it. Yeah. Lewis stop right outside as well. I know, it's perfect. Yeah. Give us the details once again on that WrestleRama, August. Um, August 18th, 19th? Mm. Looking that right? Um, August 19th. August 19th. Mm. Um, 18th. 18th. And then we've got... Yeah. One of them. Not only... So, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> WrestleRama is going to be absolutely insane. If you haven't checked out the details, please do. Tickets are on sale. Um, I think probably even more exciting for me yeah. is that the very next day in the Ringside Club at the Hangover Show, our main event... I'm not even sure if it is the main event. My God, what could be the main event? But <laughs> we've got Scotty Davis versus Matt Riddle. Shit. Yeah. Scotty Davis versus Matt Riddle. Yeah, the Gator Rolls versus the bro. You know, this yeah. is going to... Like, think about it. Think about... It's the perfect match. Yeah. The, everybody on Twitter, as soon as we knew Riddle was going to be at contenders, everybody was like, put him against Scotty Davis, put him against <laughs> Scotty Davis. We're like, okay. <laughs> hey, it's up to you, Scotty, oh, but man. yeah. Um, He's got so better, hasn't he, Scotty? Scotty's insane. He's insane. And like... I, again, like I, I know the guy. Loads of time from we've become very good friends. 
I see him I think he is more comfortable inside the ring than out it I think that when he goes into the ring wow. he feels he feels at home he feels even more comfortable with Settled himself and relaxed because he's, he's he is 17 years old man and Look, crazy. Me at seventeen, there's no way I could have I could have had the the confidence or the yeah. conviction to do it with what he's doing or the bloody upper body strength. But at fifteen or seventeen, sorry, I was still leg dropping my pillow. I think I was. You know, I, I won countless titles in my belt. Gets the pillow. But yeah. yeah, but he's like he's the Killian Mbappe of of Irish yeah. wrestling. Well, you know? yeah. he's just he's he's got he's got talent for days. Um, he, he's recently been over training with Will Ospreay. Um, and he's uh, if you caught a, an eye on Osprey's Twitter recently, he's mm. he's going to be one of Osprey's young lions. Oh. Um, Osprey has has nothing but good words to say about him. Devlin has nothing good words to say about him. And um, I know that on August weekend we are going to see Matt Riddle have nothing but good words to say about Will him. Osprey has endorsed him. A hundred percent. Jesus, West. some endorsement. Yeah, big time. Um, thank you very much for coming into us. Thanks this so was much. A pleasure. It's been a pleasure, pleasure. So much. Back in time. Um, OTT on demand. Check it out. Yeah. Hear my sultry tones. <laughs> See me go from a guy who wore sleeves to a guy who doesn't wear sleeves. <laughs> the evolution of Don Marnell. He's getting slowly more naked as time goes on, man. Stay tuned. Are you going to do any more uh, Simpsons impressions when you're online anymore? Uh, yeah, man. Do you know what? It's. Um, it came up with your memories the other day, did it? It came up with my memories. I did a. Uh, I know we're running out of time. I'll keep this quick. Right. I did a, a Simpsons impression video. I did uh, like 10 Simpsons impressions in under a minute or something like that. And it, yeah. I just put it on my Facebook. And I was like, if this gets 12 likes, that'll be funny, you know? Some Simpsons page. I still don't know who. It must have been someone in my friends list. Get, yeah. Either runs a Simpsons page. Anyway, shared it on this Simpsons page called Simpsons Quotes That Nobody Gets Anymore, which has half a million followers. Jesus. And all of a sudden, my video has like 200,000 views. And most people... Man, the armchair warriors, but most people were going like nine of them were grand, but Ned Flanders was shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I know, because I just did them in a row. Like I didn't edit or anything. I just You're did back to piss. back to back. Yeah, you know, I just literally going like, my name is Atu. I like to get blood out mouse tavern. You know, just running between them. Yeah. And uh, you know, but people love to go. Ah, oh, you know, here's here are your faults. Yeah. So look. That wouldn't deter me. I've no problem with with criticism and and especially if it's constructive, but. The only reason I don't is that I'm going, I'm almost going like, what one, what ones do do I have to do that I haven't done yet? Yeah, yeah. And two, I'm just, it's not laziness, but it's just me being like, okay, I'll do it. I might do it later. Actually, no, I'll, I'll do it this weekend. No, I'll put it up, and I, yeah, and I just keep putting it off. I'll try and do one this week. Deadly. Try and do one this week, and uh, yeah, I'll send it on to you. <laughs> Love it. If people want to get you with praise and constructive criticism, on Twitter, <laughs> you can always find me on Twitter at Don Marnell and on Instagram at Don Marnell. Beautiful. It has been an absolute pleasure, my man. Thank you. It's been deadly. Thank you, Merrill. Yes. Tell the fine people where they can find us. Um, at uh, website wtspod.com on Twitter at wps. Uh, w- w- <laughs> Who, who are you plugging now? <laughs> who are they? Twitter at WTS Pod. Um, you can get us on all podcast providers and now Spotify if you just put yeah. in WTS Pod. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash forward slash WTS Pod Ireland. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. All that oh man, you nailed it. <laughs> the second time. The second time. <laughs> WPS? Yeah, WPS. Yeah. And of course, it's Patrick Castle Hotel. Yeah. Where, where can I learn about that, Grant? Um, I forget the website. Because I have to know here, but it's the wrong website. <laughs> it's from patrickcastle.com. 
that's the answer it. to that. Bo- bottomless pit barbecue. Yeah, bottomless going. barbecue. They're, they're coming to the end because, you know, they don't want to say it out loud, but it's coming to the end of the summer. So, it's it's fin- finished in August or July? Uh, August, I thought oh, okay. it was. Okay. Yeah, I hope it's August. Good up while stocks last. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Bucket <laughs> Place every Friday, bottomless barbecue, um, unlimited Prosecco, unlimited food, I think it's like 30 break, but add this water. It's unbelievable. You'll be rolled down the hill afterwards. I'm starving. I want to go home to my bed, me. Love Marrow. it. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Don. See you soon, lads. Clear away. Full hearts. And it was too sweet. Look.